Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance, and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today. Introducing the SD Podcast channel, your one stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Welcome to episode 226 of the SND Podcast Show. Steven is here. Vin and Dan are here. What's going on, boys? Nothing much. Uh, the hockey world is turned upside down, obviously. Congratulations to the Carol- oh, Carolina. <laughs> you could tell how long of a day that is. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets for upsetting the Number one seed, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. 18 and years, your... first time ever winning a playoff series. And yeah, you swept the best team in the league. Insane. <laughs> House money for the next round for sure. Uh, and your New York Islanders sweeping the Pittsburgh Penguins in the first round. Woo-hoo. Wow. <laughs> that's all I got to say to that is wow. Right. Uh, that's an awesome feeling. Uh, well earned. They took it to them every ounce of the way, but we'll get to that later on. Um, how are you guys doing otherwise? Everything is peachy keen. We are uh, in a uh, exciting, like we said, exciting time. We got NBA playoffs. We got NHL playoffs. Baseball is sort of starting. We'll get into that a little more later. Um, we're going to talk to Devin from Yes Men Outfielders later on about the uh, – Isles huge sweep of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And um, I won't get into, you know, NBA and uh, NLB later too, Stephen. It will be later. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, SNDblog.com, all your fantastic podcast apps that you can find us on. We're on all of them. Make sure you go out and listen. We got a huge show, like Vin said. We got Devin from the Yes Men Outfitters joining us to talk about the uh, Islanders. We tried to talk a little, you know, NFL release schedule, but you know, I guess the Islanders were more important to some people. <laughs> Oddly <laughs> enough, yeah, crazy to think. Um, we will talk about that later on. We'll talk about the rest of the NHL, uh, the you know, the early part of baseball season. Met fans can't decide if they want to have the parade or not. Um, every single Yankees on the DL. And yeah, they became the Mets over some. They signed Ray, Ray Ramirez. I'm convinced he works for that team somehow. <laughs> and uh, and we'll talk about that NFL release schedule as well. But right now, we're going to go into leadoff. Leading off. Tonight's leadoff is obviously, I'm not a big golf per- person. You, neither of you guys are big golf people, I would assume. The most... Golf we've ever played was Tiger Woods golf <laughs> on PS PS three PS four. McElroy golf. 
Okay, okay. Subtle, subtle. <laughs> um, but it was great to see Tiger win the Masters this year. And granted, I didn't watch one round, second of the first three rounds. And then during the Islander game, game three, it was on. And I was able to flip it back and forth. And I was watching. And I'm like, this is really compelling for someone that doesn't even like golf, that isn't like a golf fan, so I say. Obviously, you know we know certain golfers because of Sports Center and everything else like that, and just being avid sports fans. But is Tiger back? And is obviously whenever Tiger is good, the sport of golf is very excited. And does it how how does it affect the whole sports world? Because that's what everybody's been talking about the last couple of days and how how this is helping the sports world again. And watching all the talent that all the younger golfers looked all looked up to tiger and it was like, all right, this is what we got to be to be the next tiger or be in the same ballpark as him. So what, what do you guys think? I think the go- sport of golf is even more healthier now because of guys like tiger and Mickelson and all those other guys. And the youth is watching them throughout the last 20 years. And now that tiger won a major championship again it's just one of those wow what if he wins another one and it it should be fun it's it's really interesting i think because tiger the last um major he won before this was the 2000 i think it was 2008 the u.s open they said uh well yeah that was well it's major yes um 11 years ago right that before Twitter and, you know, before the – I mean, before the influx of social media, everything was there. But it was in the less, less, you know, social media time. He has since then become one of the most – one of the most polarizing figures just in sports, which doesn't never made any sense to me because the things he got in trouble with at the beginning were what – I mean, let's be honest – He's not the first professional athlete to cheat on his wife. Like, we're, so I, the fact that that was blown up always was confusing to me. This is better for sports. Like you said, you don't really watch golf. I don't really, I mean, I don't dislike golf, but I don't, some, you know, set aside time to watch the golf. We turned off an Islander playoff game to watch this happen. Like, literally, we yes. missed the goal. Because yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because he was putting and they scored at the same time. But, like, that was more important at that time because it's so like it's one of the best comeback stories in really in sports history. It's it's up there. I it's good for sports when he is good. It's definitely good for the game of golf. People will watch more along with these big young uh, big hitters that they have now that have grown up, you know, idolizing him. But it's also just good for sports. He's a he's a a, a topic by himself. He's one of those guys that has his own thing on the bottom line on the on the ESPN. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. He he's one of those he's one of those original ESPN. We joke about uh, right. Sports Center taking the Lebrons, the uh, you name it, you know what I mean. The Lebrons, the Tebos, the Farb, Tug. Yeah, they each had their own thing on the bottom. They, it doesn't yeah. matter what they do; they'll they can have a whole entire first take episode on them for the whole week type of thing. Um, Steven. Tiger just, just, you know, like 
Vince said we're not going to sit there and watch golf, but like just Sunday, just the the want to have to watch him just clinch that last hole, and it made us miss a goal. <laughs> like, yeah. just because we wanted to watch that. It's Tiger Woods. Like, this is supposed to be the greatest of all time. You know, and you know what I feel like it's similar to? Ali. Muhammad Ali. People growing up watching Muhammad Ali. We never got to experience that. Yep. So, it's... Tiger Woods just makes America just, like... It brings America kind of together. <laughs> right? And it's awesome to see it and watch it. And just, like, the fact that you know the story, too. Like, if this was the 90s, we wouldn't have any idea of any of the stuff that was going on. Behind yeah, the scenes. Probably the true. back surgeries, yeah. the, the cheating, all the, the drug abuse, all that stuff. We would have had no idea without social media. But now we know the story. So it makes it even better to see him dominate the sport that he has. And what is he behind Jack now? Two, three, one? Something like that. Um, it's him with, it's, he's, within, he's within reach. I'm pulling it up. He's got to be within like within five. Oh yeah, he's definitely within closer to five. This is just great radio that we're looking this up right we're, now. We're doing our inner Mike Princessor right now. Okay, so uh, let's see here. Listen, in two uh, weeks we'll just change our story. It's okay. Tiger has one, two, two three. <laughs> four, uh, six. <laughs> uh, I think step. we should just do an episode where uh, Ben is my friend. <laughs> you, you gotta, you, you gotta have something better to do. You, 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 yeah, you, you waited online for three hours. You gotta have something better. He's three back. That was 15. Jack has 18. It's say. So, and he's also one back of the Masters record. Jack won six. That was his fifth. So, um, he's also one of, it looks like, five people to win every major tournament. So, he's only three back. Very reachable. You figure, I mean, you should have another at least five, ten years, probably five years left in him at a, at a high level. We hope you hope he could do it. I think he could do it. I he could do it, but he he's gonna have to like help be at the U.S. Open. Right. Well, it's all they were saying. It's all tournaments. It's all courses he's won on. In like, I think the U.S. Opens at in Beth Page this year. He's yep. won there. Um, I don't know about the PGA. One of them is at uh, Beth Page this year. I think it's U.S. Open. Yeah, U.S. The U.S. Opens at Beth Page Black this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that'll be interesting when that comes around. Yeah, that should be fun, especially since it's in our area. Um, I know a lot of people that like to go to it, so 
Um, with that being said, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with that. Welcome back to episode 226 of the SND Podcast Show. Steven, Dan, and Vin are here. And now, you know, since there's really nothing else to talk about, the NFL schedule has been released. So we're, of course, from the Yes Man Outfitters. We're going to welcome to the show for the first time. <laughs> Devin, what's going on, buddy? What's up, fellas? How are you? Of course, we're not really going to be talking about the NFL schedule with him. There is a little bit of uh, news in, on Long Island going on today. The guy's been a little busy him. printing out T-shirts because the New York Islanders have swept the Pittsburgh Penguins in the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs in the NHL this year. Yes. This is crazy. I don't know about you, Dev, but this is unreal. It, it's uh, it's certainly hard to believe. Um, every week for the last month and a half or two months, it just got crazier and crazier, and the dream got more and more real. And, uh, I mean, it kind of manifested itself last night in the craziest of fashions. So... I mean, uh, I couldn't ask for anything more. It, it's just absolutely crazy, and business is probably booming right now, like Antonio Brown would say in the NFL. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. he stole that tagline because I used to say that all the time, and now uh, I sound like an A-B fan. But, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's the understatement of the century. Um, S-Ben started um, last year um, with just – Kind of um, going back into work. I do screen printing and embroidery on my own. Um, um, you know, for, I'm sorry, not on my own. <laughs> I, I I work for a screen printing and embroidery company, um, and we started um, started learning how to screen print for our, our own. We didn't have the the equipment, and um, we bought some. And 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 then knowing that I always wanted to own a um, apparel line, and um, yeah, last year I just had enough designs loaded up and got talked into it by my sister and my family to um, try and sell some t-shirts. And I did, um, I did okay. Sold it like off my Twitter, which is the millennials version of selling t-shirts out of the back of your car. Uh, but I sold stuff. Um, and so my boss would leave and, and I would come in back in and like hide around the corner and just watch him leave and then go back in and, uh, print t-shirts and then um it just started growing and growing and it just got impossible to hide from him so i kind of let him in on the secret and um he was luckily cool with it and um yeah i guess people are digging it because i um uh, i don't get much sleep nowadays (laughs) sleeping's overrated like uh (laughs) yeah i've learned i've learned to love that even though i don't agree but but uh yeah. Especially during playoff season, you know, we have ten o'clock games. Yeah, absolutely. It's horrifying because um, I legitimately, as a twenty-seven-year-old adult, um, have forgotten what day of the week it is the entire day. Like I legitimately didn't like don't know what today is, um, just because everything is blending together. Plus, you're watching the games. You're just basically going off of who's playing who tomorrow. Um, and what time they're playing at and who's beating who. And and then you're back to the printing press and, and you just kind of lose all sense of uh, time and space right now in the, during the playoffs. So it's it's a crazy feeling. It must be nuts. So you released the um, 
on to the next one shirt as the buzzer sounded basically it felt like you know as soon as uh, yeah. as soon as it happened my friend was like did you see the new shirt and i'm like i'm i'm, I'm hugging my dad <laughs> like <laughs> give me a minute right. <laughs> right 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 it's all about uh it's all about preparation and organization like we talked about a minute ago yeah so um i learned very earlier um I'm sorry, a lot earlier in the year to um, not um, <laughs> not rely on outcomes to try and sell T-shirts. Um, but, to, you know, so I, I released a Pollock shirt, like expecting him to really be a monster in the beginning of the year. Um, and he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. So the shirt kind of tanked. Um, so I realized to start saving things but not showing them to people and jinxing and jinxing it that was kind of like my thing um so i've been i've tried to be more prepared um and i had that one loaded up um yesterday and i didn't show a single person um what i was gonna do um yeah and it paid off and uh as i think as the puck crossed the um the red line for bailey's empty netter my phone was in my hand, and I had made it um, public. <laughs> I made the shirt public, um, which was a great feeling. It's always a good feeling, um, especially when you work so hard on the designs. And it's one of those ones where it may not get released because obviously, if um, you know, if we if we don't pull it off last night, that uh, that shirt doesn't come out. <laughs> it's useless. So um, yeah, it was cool. It was cool to get everything out, and then a massive response, um, which was really good. So it's, is, uh, you're going, sorry. No, no, you can finish. I'm sorry. No, 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 I'm done. I'm talking. Okay. Sorry. I'm pretty delirious right now. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, what are some are other, what are some of your other, um, top selling shirts and hoodies this season alone? Like, right. Yeah. So, uh, sorry to cut you off. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, so, um, yeah, so it kind of feels like every time, um, I have a new product that goes viral or, or goes well or the fan base responds to it. Um, it opens up to a new audience and that audience gravitates towards the um, hockey island stuff. So the um, the logo with just the straight hockey in the in the um, in the yes men font with the the just the Long Island underneath it, plain and simple. Um, I mean, it's just just clean i think people like it and um it's been you know i put it on uh, the hockey lace sweatshirt which is probably our best-selling item the entire um year um i think i've done more than 250 of those um and like i said every every time uh we get a new like we get exposed to a new audience those just go immediately yeah i, I actually like that shirt a lot i've been meaning to buy one um how much how much do how much do does your products normally run by if someone was to go to your website right now and look to purchase something right so um i uh, t-shirts are about twenty dollars um long i have long sleeves at 25 this is what you're asking me right I just make yes, sure. yes sir. okay <laughs> hey, cool i just want to make sure you, i didn't misunderstand t-shirts for twenty dollars we have long sleeves for 25 um the hockey lace hoodie um is twill so that's basically your number and name you know font on any um on any jersey that you have authentic jersey and that's 
stitched on and that um you know that code that runs for 50 um we have hats right now we're restocking the hats i can't remember exactly how much those cost right now but i want to say somewhere near 25 to 28 dollars i think i can't remember don't quote me on that <laughs> terrible it's my own we don't have to uh, quote you on anything today you no, no worries before. yeah you've got... <laughs> we'll put, well, the, we'll dis- we'll put the disclaimer in at the end don't worry yeah <laughs> okay but yeah um you know, I just try and keep it as affordable as possible for people. Um, it's a and basically an entirely run, you know, by e-commerce. So, um, you know, they're shipping and 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 tax and stuff like that. But yeah, those, you know, that's uh, that's how they run. So awesome. we talked a lot about your business and stuff so far. Let's get into the team a little bit. Right. I I don't think any of us saw this coming. I mean, no. <laughs> from from on from July first, seventy points to. Right. I think I said they finished with the same amount of points, which is basically, you know, which I think was 82 points ahead last year. I, were you as, as as down on the team as we were? And, and how amazing has this season been? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've tried to conceptualize the answer because everybody wants to know, you know. Like when you, when you talk to Islander fans right now, everybody's like, no, nah, you couldn't see this coming. Um, and my answer has basically been summed up by I thought it was going to be a tough, fun, interesting year. Um, I don't think the hiring of Barry Trotz got enough smoke over the summer, which was um, kind of clouded by, you know, the departure of, of JT. Um, the Lamarillo effect, I thought, was going to – um, maybe not have much, as much of an impact as it has on the season. Um, but I certainly didn't think a hundred points. I thought outside chance at a wild card, um, you know, yeah, that, would be happy, was, but not surprised. Yeah. That's pretty much the highest that everybody went. And as the season was approaching and everything was going, everything got crazier and crazier and more realistic. These goals were happening between just the the let alone that Grice and Liner have given up 100 less goals than they did the previous year is just absurd and just how good the defense and goaltending has been this year that that let alone was just like holy shit this is this is a lot different from last year so oh yeah for sure it, it's just simply insane that they won the Jennings trophy this year um what was your favorite moment? Obviously, there's plenty of more moments, hopefully, to come. But in the regular season, what was your favorite, aha, this team is legit moment for you this year? And, you, boys, you can you can also chime in on this as well. Yeah. Um, I want to come up with, like, probably something that nobody can think of just to sound cool and hip and, like, I watch the team. Uh, more than anybody else, but it's I can't. It's uh, it has to be the um, the Toronto game. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say the same. The as well. the, uh, the first one when they were in Toronto. Um, okay. The four nothing um, hat trick, just because I, I it was the first glimpse at Barry Trotz playing to the fan base, playing to the emotions, right? Um. You know, when he did that interview and said, hey, uh, 
he was a great player, certainly um, successful here on Long Island, but he didn't want to play with these people anymore. And I kind of like read that quote and like was like, whoa, Barry <laughs> throwing some bombs out there. Like you don't expect some like a coach who won a Stanley Cup the year before to be going after somebody, I guess, because we're just not like used to having so that around cool. the yeah. locker room. Um, or in, in the post game reports. So that was like, all right, this kind of, that was like a little bit more emotional and less robotic than you'd expect in a response. And then for them to deliver so aggressively and being, um, being a Met fan and a Jet fan, um, just like perennial, um, losers and, and like, like choke artists, um, you just got like, you're like, all right, they're like, you know, Maybe, you know, I just keep it close. You know, at that point in the year, they nobody knew that they were going like the Islanders were going to be good. Um, Toronto is on a tear. And then for them to just pull off a win like that and just kind of stamp like, yeah, this is how this is going to go for the rest of the year. Um, that was awesome. That was the turning point for me. See, mine was a little later. <clears throat> and I feel like maybe I wasn't very confident, like even going into that past that game and like into the new year, I was like, I, I just don't see it. My, my brain was still stuck on what I thought before the season, but the first game out of the all-star break, first or second game, when they, they, they played, basically they tied Tampa that second half, the goal scoring stopped. I was like, I look back to all the Tampa games. I was like, they played with what is, supposed to be the best team in the history of the sport at this point tied for the most wins in the history of the sport and they and and, was, uh, and they had right. the same amount of playoff wins as the rangers this year by the way right and it, it sounds dumb because <laughs> i got swept now. but like i know we know tampa's a good team i don't know what happened in the series we know tampa's the, the imagine if one of those imagine if it was one of those franchise like franchises like like you said the rangers for one example or like the blackhawks or any original six team or like Toronto or or Montreal doing that, it would have been a, such a bigger story than what oh, it was. It would be hell right now for whoever for all those things. If that happened to a Canadian team, they might just have to shut the country down. hundred <laughs> percent. It, it's it's just simply insane. Uh, so, Steve, what was your so my moment? My moment. Vin actually mentioned it was the Tampa games. My my boss just on uh, you know we just decided you know what as a group let's a bunch of us from the office let's go to a game. And they were playing Tampa. He's like, yeah, I'm a hockey fan. I want to see Tampa. We ended up like, I ended up three rows off the ice, which was probably the closest I've ever been to a hockey game, which is crazy to think with all the games I've ever been to. But like, I'm sitting there and watching this game and the game ends 0-0. Well, one nothing Tampa in a shootout because Yalen just couldn't score a shootout goal this year if their lives depended on it. That's Um, But... We went head-to-head with what was considered the best team in the league. Like, throughout the entire league. And all year they kept saying, best team in the league, best team in the league. And all I kept thinking all year was, we shoved them around. We literally just went in, we went out there, we pushed them around, we played defense, and we shut them down. And that's how I knew right away, like, this team could play with anybody. No matter who the team is. And we even played Pittsburgh. We swept Pittsburgh in a back-to-back early in the season. When that was yeah, that was point. fun. That was the point where everybody started thinking, okay, cool, we're going to go into Pittsburgh now and get blown out, and this is where the season will go down. 
No, we went in there, we won. We came home, we won. And now it started thinking like, okay, can we roll with this all year? So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So the biggest question going into the next round is, can the Islanders get healthy? Obviously, that would we would hope so because we have more than a week to game one of who either the Caps or the uh, Hurricane is – We've seen teams with big layoffs struggle at least the first period, first game for the big layoff in any sport. So is that your guys' biggest concern with the big layoff between series? I think that would be the the biggest issue I would have for period one of the game one of the next round. I'm definitely slightly, I mean, I'm slightly worried about it. But like you said, they got beat up yesterday a little bit. I, for a team that's supposed to have the, like the best top end talent in the league, the Islanders stopped them from scoring with basically yes, eleven forwards and five defensemen. Like, I the fact that that happened is pretty amazing. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I don't. Um, there to me, they have never really shown an issue. I mean, you guys just said it, like. The, the Tampa, the Tampa game was like the t- turning point for you guys mentally. I mean, that was coming out of the All Star break, right? So you know right. they've shown that. To me, like it's just everything is the system that they play, right? And mm-hmm. it's just simple. I, they all get it, you know. It, it, it's just when, it, you know, I feel like it, it's just so simple for them mentally. You know, when when all else fails, like you're falling back on defense. That's it. You know, like you're retreating and you're catching everything and then you're going after them. There's no like you got to be a step faster than somebody. You got to be like stronger on the on the puck than somebody like you're just waiting for them to make a mistake, which overly aggressive teams will do. And they want to do to you because they know how bad they know how good you are in defense. So they want to try and prove to you quickly that they can score on you. And inevitably we feast on their poor shot. So, you know, like, it's just simple, you know, for them to – you could take all the time off in the world. They get – they know how they have to play. They're not changing anything, you know? See, yeah, I, I just – I described it the other day as they're playing on the penalty kill on five-on-five. On five. It's like – it's basically – that's the strategy. Yeah. The, yeah. I'll, and I'll never forget yeah. – sorry, Deb. I'll never forget. No, Danny, and I, Danny and I went to a game. We, we chipped ice outside my house and your house one day, Danny. You remember this. Remember those that yeah. ice storm? Then we went to an Islander Devil game, where the Devils scored no, early in the first tall. period, early in the first oh, period, yeah. and then we both just sat there and was like, "Well, that's the end of this game. This game is over." Can, can we get a year on this thing? This happening? was 2008, and we went to morning. <laughs> we, we went to, to morning, morning skate. skate. Yep, we went to morning yes. skate, and I'll in never forget. I'll never so forget Joe. there were two or three devil fans walking in front, walking by us waiting for players to come out to like take pictures with them and Rick DiPietro walks out as these devil fans walk by and the devil fans yell you guys stink and DiPietro turns not as bad as your city and I will never forget <laughs> him saying that yeah and like but anyway not, no, not as bad as your state because it was before Newark it was I love Ricky. <laughs> but the fact that they went, we went to that game and we literally said, okay, we're, 
we gave up a goal, the game's over. They're just going to play defense. That's literally how the Islanders play now. It's yeah, get one right. and play defense. And the most confidence thing boost for me was game one, they played up to the Penguin style to play, and they didn't get burned by that as well. So Yeah, I, I thought that was a game that the Penguins win 10 out of 10 times. Yeah, exactly, especially on how weak the goal scoring has been for the Islanders as of late. So Thomas Kunakel scored 40 seconds into that game. If it like, wasn't oh, yeah. offsides, he scored well, 40 seconds into that game. The series was – I. that was the moment I felt the series was ours to lose. A goal that didn't yeah. even count. 100%. Yeah. Because the building erupted because of that goal. Oh. It was – it. You, you didn't hear a word – in your mind the rest of the night because of that one. And, and I think the biggest thing to take away is that it was the first home. They had the higher seed since 1988. I was a year old. Steve wasn't born yet. Vin 130 felt, days before I was born. Vin wasn't born yet. I was the only one born. So <laughs> that's the craziest thing about it is like how momentous that it was for the Islanders to have home ice and for them to actually get a jump onto a series and use the crowd to its benefit and just smother the opposing team to get going. So it was a nice change of pace for once. Oh crap. We're either down Oh two or split one and one. We've never been in a Coliseum or Barclays for that matter of fact. To be in a situation to be like, oh, crap. All right. Shit. All right. We won game one. Oh, shit. We won game two. And then Saturday was like, uh, Sunday was like, holy shit. Game three. Is this real life right now? And then last <laughs> night was last night. So it was simply just like Vin and not I, a pinch. Vin and I said it at the wedding Friday night. It's Even though we won, it's not a series until – we always say this about every playoff series we ever won. It's not a, it's not a series until everybody has a home game. All right, I have another question for Devin. We kind of got off topic here. Um, there's been a lot of amazing things, a lot of uh, surprises this season. What I mean, what surprised you the most? I would, I guess, I would say, like for for me, it's Adam Pellick. That guy did a complete 180 this season. He was terrible, and and Mayfield kind of too. The two of them have become like. Legit top four defenseman this season. What do you think it was for you? <sighs> um, I mean, I have good surprises and bad surprises. Um, okay, let's hear it. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I like I had it in my head and I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah. You could go listen to a hundred episodes of hours and hear, and that'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, I'm surprised that Josh Hosang is not a, a current part of the lineup, nor will he ever be. Um, but not, I'm less surprised now knowing, you know, how the, how Lou wants to operate. Um, and glad that it wasn't shoehorned in. I, I don't think there ever was a opportunity for him to get in there. Um, and obviously pleasantly surprised by Robin Lehner, um, I don't think anybody really cared too much for that signing. Um, I can actually remember the day we signed him just going 
through Twitter um, and people like, oh, we signed the next Billy Smith, only he's not talented. He's just crazy. <laughs> um, he's out of his mind. Like, oh, in all this fairness. Is gonna... <laughs> yeah, well, exactly, right? Which is crazy because, I mean, I don't think he comes out with that athletic article for another month and a half. So a lot of people forget. I mean, they were kind of calling him, you know, like, you know, like the 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 insane one, you know, and nobody really knew. Um, and then instantly got like the fan approval and uh, it was on and running from there. So, yeah, obviously him and and how much he's taken to to being on the team. I mean, obviously, uh, professional athletes like to tell the fans what they want to hear um, and just play the nice guy. But um, I definitely know from personal experiences that he he is 1000 percent loving the situation that he's in um and just grateful for all the love that he's gotten um i almost threw a bottle across the room last night when they tried to get in his head and run him because uh, <laughs> i he's he's the man and uh yeah, I mean that was the big. That was my big good the, surprise. The best tweet about that was um, KFC tweeted out. Goes, this guy's got a goddamn neck tattoo, and you're gonna try and beat him up, like. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but it's gonna sound like that. I actually like the Robin Leonard signing. He did have yeah, he, two. He, like Vin, Vin did mention that he did like. Right. It. I will be. Vin, he he like, had like two nine twenty save percentage seasons on a crappy Buffalo team. I, right. so there was at least some upside there that I thought. But right. It, it's funny that you brought that up. It leads us to my next question, and it's more about the shirts. This is the most reactive fan base that I've ever seen in my life. There is no more reactive fan base, I don't think. So how do you balance that with, like, making designs or, like you said, you have designs ready? Is it a wait for something to happen kind of thing? Or is it just, like, you, whenever you come up with an idea, you, you make it up and we'll see what happens? Yeah, Um. well... I actually just had this conversation with my partner. You, you basically hit the nail on the head. This is uh, like the most polarizing reactive fan base that I'm a part of, one. Um, and coupled with how passionate they are. Um, so, I mean, to the point where a 10-year-old records a song um, called Bitch Lasagna. <laughs> and Wait. Can you explain Bitch Lasagna? Because I don't know what it is. And I'm afraid yeah. to listen. <laughs> it's, uh, afraid to listen. Yeah, it's like every, like, you ever been sitting in your backyard at, like, a family barbecue, and there's always, like, a 10-year-old niece, nephew, or a cousin that, like, is just running in circles around you and just, like, won't let you talk to your parents yep. and, like, yep. saying nonsense? Yeah, one of those kids apparently knows how to record beats and made a song and then, like, recorded the annoying shit he tells you, like, and it happened to rhyme and then put it on the internet and that's what happened. It's just this 10 year old oh kid my that God. Yeah. Right. So it's cringeworthy and annoying. Right. But the kid's 10 and I get it. And, um, where like Islander fans are, are in humble brag mode right now. So, you know, I'm just sitting there minding my own business. Right. And I get, um, no less than 20 direct, uh, DMS asking me to make a shirt that says bitch lasagna on it. <laughs> You know, like, I haven't even listened to the song yet. One, two, it's like, I, I guess, like, I've kind of become the um, 
the tip of the sword to any like passive aggressive t-shirt um i know that you're kind of like referencing the fucking right shirt from robin laner um, right well obviously that was the most recent thing right Right, yeah, I I didn't end up making a bitch lasagna shirt for those of you who are wondering, and will Thank not. Uh, yeah, I mean Damn. it's it it's really sorry guys, <laughs> it's really hard. Um, I guess that's kind of the, um, that's kind of the the balance that you have to have. Um, you have to have a lot of discipline, um, with kind of reading situations. Um, you know, and you feel bad. I mean, sometimes people have decent ideas um sometimes they don't um and you have to learn how to talk to people and and kind of explain to them like um you know like this is you know i love your help and this is great where your your head's at um but i just think that this is like a joke or an internet fad that you know will be you know dead by noon tomorrow and and kind of move on from it um and so you know you let people down that way but in other ways you kind of have to read like um I wasn't even in the building when he when he accidentally cursed on live television. Um, I actually literally woke up the next day and I had a text from Nick from Allside that says, uh, you, you need to make this shirt some way, somehow. Um, and I had originally made it thinking we would, you know, use it for retweets. I would only sell five of them. There's no way that any um, man, woman or child with any set of morals would wear a giant shirt with an expletive on it, but I guess it took it a life of its own. Um, and we've done over 150 of those in the last wow. week and a half, which is kind of, kind of insane. But yeah, I mean, it's just reading a situation and, and kind of, you know, thinking that it has smoke and, uh, you know, does it have staying power? And, um, that one did and bitch lasagna didn't, I don't know what to tell people. <laughs> well, yeah, like <laughs> early in the season, I would have been like, I would have, doing all over a Josh Hosang shirt because I had no, like, I, there was no way he was getting sent down at that point. But we we got into that. He's just not made for this team. I don't know why. The fact of the matter mm -hmm. is, is he doesn't play defense. That's got to well, be the fact of the matter. He had, because he was playing defense. He had to have done something. I, I will go to my grave saying he did something that they're just not saying because Lou has everybody under wraps. He, does, he played too good in those 10 games to just get sent down and never get another chance. He's just not a hockey first guy, and I think Lou knows that. Um, I think he looks at it as a hobby and not really, you know, that's not really what Lou wants. It's obvious that the kid's addicted to video games. You, you think? Know, I, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he's got his Twitter account hacked like three times now. He's, you know, he's constantly tweeting about um, Fortnite. I mean, he's adding them about skins for for them. I mean, I don't play video games, but like just the Is amount that of why he deleted his Twitter? Yeah, it, everybody. Yeah, it got it got hacked, right? So, you don't just magically get your Twitter hacked. I mean, it's never happened to me and I don't think it's happened to you guys. So, obviously the the people that he's hanging out with or whatever he's involved in is got something to do with that world and and I don't think he's really focused on um being a New York Islander 100%, and I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. You know, I'm uh, not a specialist, and I'm not saying I know anything, but I'm just reading the tea leaves here. I I believe he needs a change of scenery. Well, for sure. And you know, I personally I would love to have him on the team, but you know, at the end of the day, we don't write the paychecks and decide the players on the team. 
Yeah, but uh, we were talking about like a Hosang shirt, and I did have one. Um, and again, like you run, you, you just kind of run that risk, right? Where you just, you know, that that shirt kind of runs on, you know, him being on the team, obviously. And uh, you know, I spend like two days on a design, and I put it out, and four or five people buy it. It really doesn't get cooking, and then all of a sudden, he you never see him again. Uh, so, you know. Um, it happens. You deal with it, and uh, that's that. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so the rest of the league right now, we're sitting around and waiting. Uh, hopefully, Boston's up know. five two on Toronto. You got you got to think we're hanging out with Columbus a little bit. You know, actually, a couple of the Islanders are at the Yankee game, Yankee Red Sox game. I had a couple of friends taking pictures. Uh, who was it, Vin? Uh, Pelic, only defense, only defenseman Pelic. Mayfield and Kulak are there. At least. At that's all that's all we saw. Um, right. so you know, given a couple of days off. And we mentioned this earlier, like this is a big break and it's gonna be good to get the guys like healthy. But like also, you know, normally you, you don't like big breaks, but I trust trots. That's really what it comes down to right now. It's the only thing that you gotta worry about is trusting Barry Trotz, knowing that okay. We're going to get back to work on this day. We're not going to wait for this day. We're going to get back to work on this day. And so, you know, now we're sitting back waiting for Carolina. And I don't know about you guys, but nobody should try and fight Ovechkin again. If you're the Hurricanes. That was hard. No. <laughs> like, if you're going to fight someone, go okay. like someone tiny. Go after Baxi. Okay. But, like. No 19-year-olds would be trying to fight Ovechkin. I think that's what the point is. So, Barzy, just stay away. Yeah. Let everybody else. I mean, that kid got his face punched in. But he's not a fighter. He's a goal scorer. I would like to see Matt Martin and Ovechkin fight. I think it'd be a good fight. Although Matt Martin doesn't fight anymore. Nobody fights anymore. Okay, I got to ask, Dev. If we play Washington, is there a you-have-to-go-through-Long-Island shirt coming? Or did you have one already? <laughs> There's definitely uh, I had a. Uh, do I tip my hand here? Uh, okay, okay. You don't have to he just did. It. He tipped his hand. There he is. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So I have. Um, I had the Barry Trot shirt when he first said it. Um, um, didn't know how exactly I was gonna do it because he cursed in that one too. I guess like just you don't care. Nobody about cares anymore. We're well, just at first, I at first I certainly did. Um, I, yeah, I definitely, I edited yeah, that, that, that one. That game's out of the, that, caring about cursing's out, out of the bag now. <laughs> yeah, you know what, I don't want to be the fuck guy. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. No, fair enough, sense. fair enough, okay. Yeah, yeah it works in some, it does in the other, you know, there was no way around the Robin Laner quote. I mean, I, I tried changing letters into a, in, into a, his number. I tried, um, figuring out a way to change a letter into something, uh, so it wasn't exactly that, but I mean, that's what he said. That's what he meant. It worked there. Um, you can censor what Barry said, and it still works. Um, right, you could just take out that word, and it would still work. Right, and I've kind of fallen into um, doing a lot of shirts with just sayings and like not a lot of um, drawing or artistic stuff on it lately. Um, and I don't like falling into um, boringness. Um, so that's, I am. That's smart. 
Yeah. You don't want to just be the quote guy. Right, exactly. Because then, um, I mean, because any, anybody can do that. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I know a bunch of people that are very funny on Twitter, and you just print what they say on a shirt, and it'll work, you know? So you kind of got to juice it up for the people. So uh, I'm working on it. I'll find a way to make it look nicer. Um, I have some time uh, right now spending all my time just getting these orders out. Um, I have – more than a hundred that have to get out <laughs> um, currently. Um, I don't know why I'm laughing. It's horrifying. Yeah, but uh, on, Dev. I ordered that at like nine o'clock last night, man. Where's my shirts? God. Yeah, <laughs> Amazon's making me look bad, man. But uh, yeah, we're no. Gonna, so we're gonna have to get you we'll, the drawings uh, to uh, deliver the shirts for people before them. That'd be huge. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be dope. <laughs> I would. That's. A, I. I don't have enough money to, to to hire someone to help. But when I do, that's the first thing I'll be as a drone operator. That should be awesome. Yeah. Literally, just go straight from the shop and back. Just make runs. Where 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 is your shop located? Um, we're in a uh, Bohemia, so I'm right okay. over by the um Islip uh, MacArthur Airport. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really funny how close uh, I was to you, working wise. For like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we talked about that the other the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're we're all big we're all big baseball fans, Mets fans in particular. Um, I'm not sure if you like baseball or what your team is, but we're we're all big fans of Devin and the seven. I'm Devin. You're Devin. Darren and the seven line. Have you like hit him up a little bit and like try to pick his brain a little bit on seeing how it is to pretty much be the inso facto voice of a franchise through a fan base. You did tell and, you were a fan earlier. Right. right. Missed, like, obviously, I, you don't want to copy them, and you, it's two completely different sports, so I'm, I'm not meaning it like that, but picking someone's brain every now and then and seeing how how he was able to build the seven line from just one T-shirt into a empire of bunch of Mets fans going to games and a bunch of stuff like that. Obviously that would, I would assume that would be your main goal at some point ever to, that'd be the ultimate goal for your brand. But maybe have you been able to pick his brain on certain stuffs and like, like has he helped you out and being careful of certain situations? I'm not sure if the NHL is as crazy as the MLB, but I'm sure they're equally crazy with certain like uh, trademarks and everything like that. Uh, right. So um, I actually have a very interesting answer for you, and I'll deliver it to you in a second. I just want to let you guys know that Toronto just scored two goals in less than a minute, and now they're only down by one with six minutes left in the third to Boston. Um, so I had my answer loaded up for you when you started the question, and then uh, in the minute, and I looked up. I was like, how the hell did that happen? Um, go four overtimes and just tire each other out. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Too. Uh, uh, Columbus is loving right, this. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, um, I am a Met fan. Um, and, uh, the story is uh, a bit complicated. So hear me out. Um, uh, about, uh, two years ago, um, Darren runs his own podcast called orange and blue thing. Um, mm-hmm. and he, he was looking for, um, he was looking for help. Uh, at that time I, um, hadn't started yes men yet. Um, and I'm not sure if it was on the horizon. Um, and Darren Meenan is a, a really, really big inspiration to me. Um, 
because he was doing something so cool um, and, and kind of really like where I wanted to be. Um, and he was running his um, business out of my town. Um, and so I, uh, I, um, applied, um, he had brought me in for an interview and, um, he was kind of happy. So he had tried me out when we were kind of in a, um, I guess a probationary period, um, for a little bit, um, where I was helping out around the, um, shop. Um, and unfortunately it didn't work out scheduling wise. Um, he at that point wasn't looking for a full, full time, um, employee and I, and I was, um, you know, I needed, um, full-time employment, Uh um, and I, you know, had to go, but, um, you know, for, for that month that I had, um, you know, worked alongside with him, I learned a lot. Um, he taught me a lot. Um, and I just kind of saw how like a professional level, um, t-shirt lifestyle sports-based brand is really supposed to run. Um, and, yeah, my let la- you know, the last day that I I worked with him, uh, he had, you know, he had said, listen, you know, I know it didn't work out here. Um, but try and, you know, you're, you're smart, you're talented, use it and do something cool with it. You, you definitely can. Um, and I took those that like very seriously. Um, and that's basically where the seeds were planted for yes, men. Um, and so that's basically where the idea began is basically I, I couldn't make it work for Darren, um, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's unavoidable, um, when I do meet people and, and they come up to me and they are Met fans because he is so successful, um, with what he does and, and it, he's written the model for how to, how to get there. Right. And, uh-huh. um, you know, a lot of what he said was you can be the best t-shirt person in the world, but sometimes it's just timing and, you know, his timing was the don't trade Reyes sign. Um, and that just worked out for him. And then this team makes me drink and and all that. And Mm -hmm. the rest is history. And with me, it's basically just been starting a team, starting a clothing line based on a team in such goddamn disarray and working my ass off and, alongside the team doing well you know just i can't control that part of it but people's interest is back on the island with hockey so you know like it's just worked out he he taught me a lot when i was there um and yeah i i mean i'm i'm following his model hockey hockey and 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 baseball is very different um when it comes to fan bases and and also um you know, culture, um, and, and also the leagues in general. So, um, I did receive, um, you know, notification, uh, that the league is aware that I exist. Um, happy, happy that, um, they have such passionate fans and, uh, maybe you might want to stay away from certain things and, uh, you'll be okay. Kind of shot across the bow. Um, I was cool with it and they're cool with it. Um, it advances the, the sport of hockey and it, and, and they need, uh, they kind of need that injection of youth into it where it's a social media based brand. So it's good for them. Um, but when I first got it, the first person I emailed was Darren. Um, 
because I know it had happened to him earlier on in his career, and I just wanted to know, you know, how you handle that and, um, you know, how, how you were able to move on. I mean, because it's kind of – when you get that letter, it's like, all right, I, I'm big enough to be noticed, but you're also on uh, – you know, you feel like pun intended. You're a bit on thin ice there. So yeah, um, right. it yeah he he you know and he he was able to help me out and, and give me a, a you know email me back. He's a busy guy too. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean the the seven line is a great model for um, stuff like that to happen. I think New York is and I'm, I know I'm rambling, um, but that's like you're a, good. You're good. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what a, we do. Yeah, that's a, it's a very inspirational. It's better you rambling than all. You you should, you should air the episodes when Danny doesn't come on. <laughs> thank 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 it God. He goes to some dark places. He just goes on. We, yeah, we've had a lot hey, of conversations about Todd Pratt. Type of hey, type of Matt Pratt. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Even just watch a Met game and try to have a conversation in the middle of it, it just doesn't work. Anyway, let's put it this way: We went to a Long Island Duck game to root on Ruben <laughs> Gotai, and we talked about how other players in the game, how they transpired around Major League Baseball. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> so I guess I'll just uh, I'll put a ball on it by saying um, brands like Yes Men and 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 the Seven Line um, may kind of seem foreign to New Yorkers because. Um, we are such a commercialized um, state and area, especially in, in, you know, the city, you know, the city being right there and everything being such like focus on big business. So these like DIY ad hoc type brands may not um, may seem weird and new and fun to people, but um, you know, clothing lines that are made you know, by fans for fans are not new. Um, I hate to say it, but uh, We Bleed Blue, which is, you know, the Yes Men for Rangers fans, um, exists. Um, Liberty Bell, which is uh, for Philly, and they do Philly sports and they do a great job. Uh, these types of um, brands exist um, and have existed for quite some time. And um, they're fun if they're done correctly. And if you put, um, if you give people an opportunity to get involved and, and maybe not make an environment that isn't so suit owned, you know what I mean? Like commercialized, kind of like, you know, fuck the man. I did it myself type deal. Um, I think people like that and people want that like real fan experience from they want to trust who they're buying it from. They don't, You know, the fanatics gets old and. The Nikes and the Under Armour gets old and, you know, they want to wear a shirt that says fucking right on it because only Islanders fans that have been paying attention to the 2018-2019 season know, like, why that's funny and why that's relevant and why that's okay to be on a t-shirt. And, um, yeah, that's my TED Talk. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> um, you actually talking about the seven line. It's funny because Darren actually helped us a lot also out a lot also when we first started um i remember danny and i went to a game early on it had to be like within the first six months of us starting and we spent i think eight innings just standing there with darren watching the game in a in one of the corners at city field and we just talked the entire time like in between innings was always about like 
his brand and our podcast brand. And then during the game, we were just talking about the game and it was just a good time. We've had him on a couple of times and like, I see him all the time now and we're always like, cool. And we, I always like, every time I see him, I always thank him for everything he's ever done for us. And like, it's great. Actually, he was actually one of the first like video projects we did. Not similar to what we did with Yes Man, which you can find. He still owes me a beer. Oh god, <laughs> the video project with Yes Man will go down in history as one of the. For, for, it's so funny that you bring that up. I was like, not that I was hoping you didn't bring it up, but uh, yeah, I just we've become so many. We become friends with so many, like so many people, and. Like we have the regulars at the tailgate and stuff, and that was my sister's birthday, and just for some reason everyone just decided to get <laughs> plastered. Like for no, like it got it got out of hand so quick, and so many people at the same time together. So, you know, when you walked over with the with, with the microphone, I was like, oh god, here we go. Like this is not gonna be great, and I'm glad that you were able to cut it together and make us sound like you know normal human beings, but. Um, the, yeah, I, um, sorry, back to, back to Darren. Um, I mean, Darren, Darren's awesome. Darren will always be a huge inspiration to me. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure how he <laughs> feels about me as of late being that, um, you know, I was, I was helping him and, and, and wasn't able to, um, follow through for him. So I'll always feel bad about that. And, um, he put a sticker up on my, on my, on my pole. <laughs> my tailgate spot and uh took a video of me putting my sticker on top of his and i don't think he was happy about that either but it's all out of respect uh i would never you know say i mean people always say like oh you're the you're the seven line for you know for hockey and i'm like no nah, no I'm, I'm my own thing and he's much more much more established than i so i would never take anything away from him Awesome. So, you got any plugs for us? On the way. Uh, yeah, I uh, I guess so. Um, <laughs> I mean, we have the uh, we have the new T-shirt that you guys said. I got the uh, on to the next one shirt that just came out. You go check that at yesmenoutfitters.com. dot com. Um, and uh, you, if you're from out of town and uh, you're looking for a place to watch a game, you. Can, Go on nyimeetups.com. I've been helping them out, build built them that website, and you can find a group of people in your town that are Islander fans and 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 go watch a game with them somewhere in a bar. And uh, and yeah, I have my own podcast, uh, Bar Down Breakdown. Um, it's hockey and music. Um, get a lot of good uh, guests on there, lead singers and band people on the road, and 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 we have some players lined up uh, that listen to the same music we do, and uh, yeah, I mean, we could plug all day. You want me to plug Oyster Bay Brewing Company? Go I can. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, uh, got a lot going on. So. Uh, so what? What's the tailgating plans? Just the LIRR tailgating, or? Oh yeah, what's train going beer. on? We're just gonna take 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 the uh, train back and forth from Atlantic Terminal to to Huntington and. Until we have to get off and go to the game. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we're uh, we're probably gonna hang out at Offside before the game. A lot of people don't know uh, Offside Tavern, um, which has become the the HQ uh, for the party for me and for all my friends and and everything going on. Yes, man. Uh, this year um, they have a subway station right outside the front door, and and that takes you directly to the front door of 
the Barclays in like 13 minutes, I think. So uh, that that's going to be the pregame for us. Uh, I'm not even going to try and get in the McMahon's, uh, which is across the street from the Barclays. I actually Barclays. had my holiday party there this year. It wasn't. It's not a bad spot, well, but it's definitely tight. When you plan tight. it when the game's not on, it's an easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I can only imagine what the playoff what a playoff game is gonna. That game, that play is gonna fill up quick. So uh, the uh, the tailgate's gonna be at uh, Allside Tavern before the game. And it was nice with McMahon's. They actually had the Barn Rocker too. I actually had a few of those on the, at the holiday party. So I know they definitely have that. Yeah, they hooked it up over there for sure. Awesome, Darren. It was a pleasure, Devin. Sorry. <laughs> Devin. It's, it's okay. It's very funny. It's <laughs> Monday at ten o'clock in the morning in my head also. So Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I've, I've been Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so with that being said, thank you very much for joining us. It's a pleasure having you on, buddy. We'll definitely do this hey, again. Thanks for having me. Rise! Rise up and feel podcast you just listened to with inventors by division 1.1 uh once again thank you devin from yes outfit yes men outfitters and uh let's let's start off with the new york metropolitans um they're they're very interesting to say the least um right now the bats are doing their thing they're like scoring five to six runs the majority of the games which is very exciting they're very deep, like we've mentioned. Every pretty much every game we've talked about, um, whether it's in the group chat or on Twitter, um, what's going on with the pitching and the bullpen? It's just it, we. It's no point to get worried about it yet, but it's approaching that. All right, guys, uh, April's almost over. Now it's get it going and wake up. With the uh, with pitching and both the starters and the bullpen, um, obviously we have Vargas not recording an out. We had that twice this week. Uh, Vargas and Matt <laughs> failed to record an out in the first inning. No, I think uh, Vargas got one. Var- oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm he sorry. Did, Vargas he did got get it out. God so, damn. Th- Give the guy some credit. Uh, sorry, man. <laughs> sorry. Var- Vargas got one out and Matt's got zero. Um, but thankfully, thankfully we have a day off on Thursday while you're listening to this. And Wheeler pitched well enough to win today. Unfortunately, they didn't. But he 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 gave the bullpen a much needed rest today. Um, Wait, between who was pitching Friday, Jason uh, Vargas. Mm-hmm. Yep. The ground has strep. So yeah, the ground's pushing us. I, I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm not the least bit worried. Oh, there's but, a little worry, but it's just not like full blown hysteria where it's no. like, oh my god. Um, yeah, not, Keiko would have been nice, but by the time we get Keiko, it's June. It's, At it's this June. point, it's June. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say about that. Um, I don't. But know. the bullpen. Keiko's not a duck. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh. Between Gesellman, uh, Lugo finally stepped up. Uh, between Lugo, I mean, I'm sorry. Between Gesellman and Familia, right lately on the bullpen side of things, both need to wake up as well. It's been just oof. 
lately between the two of them. And it's just, it's just get the starting pitching to Diaz, and we can win a lot of ball games and timely uh, and clutch hitting right now. I, I uh, don't have any any issue. The starters will be fine. I'm pretty confident. No, yeah, exactly. But no, hey, we're we're starting to trend of like, oh shit, something might be wrong. We're cautiously saying that we're not full blown scared, but a couple I, I, more shitty starts. There's some concerns slash, all right, here comes phantom DIL stints for players type of thing. I would still like them to sign Dallas Keiko because they need a starter. I would too, but... But it's, he's also. It, we're still I'm also willing playoff. to. I'm also willing to pitch as bad as Mats and Vargas for the same amount of money. By the they, way, I'm just. They saying. said, Keiko's been throwing 95 pitch simulated games every five days until no, he gets signed. So well, at least he's staying active. Is what I'm saying. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it'll take a month. I think it would probably. I, I lean toward a month. You're right. Probably. But, I would say but, three weeks. These but. are the type of uh, signings notoriously don't work because of <clears throat> how quickly they rush back. But we still need Corey Oswald and those guys to hold down the fort regardless of the situation because right. you know they're going to be called upon. Um, like he, didn't, he didn't pitch good the other day, but Drew Gagnon saved or whatever. I thought Daniel. he pitched all right for all he things. He saved the bullpen. Considering uh, yeah. the situation of last night, he was the... All right, well, it don't matter what you're going to do. You're going to give out 10 runs. You're going to give out one run. You're going to be in this game regardless right. of the situation. So, and, I mean, he gave you five runs, but he, yeah. he saved the rest of the thing. Like um, but, yeah, it, it is what it is. They're playing four, uh, three-game series against the Cardinals, who are a decent team as well. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what, what the Mets do. They just got to stay afloat. I love their offense. Pete Alonzo, Cano, uh, Conforto, Cano Jeff McNeil, McNeil. Yeah, I think I think Alonzo has been uh, slumping a little bit, but that's normal for a rookie to do. Cano's been okay. Obviously, the batting average, you'd like it to be a little higher. Um, but Jeff McNeil has been doing a solid job, and obviously, S&Y needs to slow down saying he can win the batting title this year. Yeah, um, let's not do that. Yeah. Let's not do that. But obviously, Jeff McNeil needs to play every day. There's no question about it. Uh, um, it's going to be interesting when Frazier comes back this week. Obviously, I don't want Frazier to touch the field, considering how J.D. Davis and and what's it, McNeil has been playing. Obviously, he'd be a good bat off the bench. That'd be I'm still not a huge fan of J.D. Davis. Yeah, he still has a lot of time for me to grow, but I would love McNeil to play third more than right. he's been. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's like we said, it's early. They're 10 and 8. I, that's, I mean, you can't, like they, they said, you can't win a division in April, but you can certainly lose it. Correct. And I think we're at the point where they're not going to, I mean, the worst they could, they could be this month is they're probably the, the worst that ends up being the 500. Which is definitely not losing the division. These teams are good though, so it's going to be a dog fight. Yeah, our division is that. a lot harder. We saw that, you know, we, we already split with the Nats, to, uh, you know, overall in six games. We split with the Braves, lost two to three to the Phillies. So, I mean, thank God for the Marlins. Correct. Um, 
Um, let's let's switch back to the other team in New York, the Yankees. Um, they they won the two games. They swept the two game series against the Red Sox, and they are the mash unit. They're basically the Mets from a couple years ago. Everything they touch this year has gone to the injured list. Um, a lot of they could build an all star team with their injury list, unfortunately, right now. And they're just they're just treading water. Um, they're they're getting it going, but it's it's crazy to think of the situation that the Yankees have to put themselves forth. Thankfully, the Red Sox have sucked more than they have, and it's just crazy land right now. Um, and the the Rays are doing their thing. That ninety win season last year might not be might have not been a fluke. I I don't know what the Red Sox thought they were doing or thought they were going to do with that ball. Not addressing we the ball. We said this 17 yeah. times. I, yeah. There is no legitimate, like, I mean, I'm sure there are legitimate relief pitches in that bullpen. There's no guy with historical success or, you know, any consistency at all. I, and it's shown. They're 6-12 and 12 mm-hmm. or 6-13 and 13 at the tonight. I, I, they have to do something. Craig, Craig Kimbrell. Needs to just come back to that. They, they need to bite the bullet and bring him back or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's early for them too. I, I, the Yankees will be fine. I'm not worried really. They got anything to worry about. Um. The. I wanted to get the NBA playoffs a little bit because I wanted to hear. Oh yeah. Other guys I, I just thoughts. had to get get through baseball yeah, real of course. Quick. On this, I, I'm in a weird spot with the NBA playoffs. That next year, I know KD's leaving, and therefore it makes the NBA more interesting to me. Because at this point, I know who's going to win the title. Like there is no question. Mm-hmm. I know they they blew a thirty-one point lead the other night, and they are in a bit of a disarray. They're going to win the title. They know it's the end. They know he's leaving. He knows he's leaving. If he leaves, the NBA becomes more interesting to me. It becomes from a one-team league to a eight- or nine-team league. And it's at least watchable. I mean, it's still the, the league that has the least upsets, I feel like. Yeah. Like, there's no – I don't think there's a realistic chance the Nets beat the Sixers, even though they won game one. I don't think it's a realistic thing. But, <clears throat> like, I'll be interested to see, you know, Houston and a, a, a KD-less Golden State and – you know, if the Clippers get Kawhi and the Lakers get Anthony Davis, like, that's a four-team battle of actual interesting things. Like, I think the Eastern Oops. Conference right now is more watchable. Right. From I, that standpoint of things. Like, yeah, until the until the NBA Finals itself, the East is more of a competitive product, especially right. this year without having LeBron for the first time. Like, um, you know. Anybody, there's probably four teams that can go to the Eastern Conference Finals in the in the East. It, you would, be, yeah, you between the Bucks, the Celtics, uh, Toronto, uh, and, Toronto, and if the 76ers don't be overrated, like I think they are. Right. Oh, I, I think they're a mess too, but because Ben Simmons can't shoot. But they, they how, do you, how can you not? I don't. Shoot I don't. I don't. It doesn't make any. Sense. I don't. It makes no sense. <laughs> it try it drives me insane. Like everybody, how much teams over uh, everybody overrates them. It's just like, but he can't shoot. Like yeah, it's great that he drives the hole. He, he does his thing. <laughs> like that that can't happen. Like that, that's why I can't take them seriously in making the Eastern Conference Finals. 
yeah, the Nets are a great story. Yeah, they're the New York team, lone New York team in the NBA playoffs, and they're fun to watch this year. And I like the players on that team, but you you can't lose to the Sixers when Simmons only gives nine points. Um, I think they played a great game one. I barely watched game two because it was conflicts of other games. So right. and they, got they took the back seat, but they got blown out. But they were in it in the first half, and hopefully they show up the rest of the series because um, Evan Roberts said that they're the hottest second market, the second hottest market, second market uh, ticket right there. So that's impressive in itself. I think that's just bandwagon New York being bandwagon New York, but that's good for them. Good for them. So, what do you what do you guys think? I I I would like to see the Bucks go to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's what I I well I'd yeah like they they are the one right. I know it sounds weird because they're the one seed, but like I'm not a huge Raptors guy. I don't really like Kawhi that much. Um, see, that Celtics... It's simple. It's simple with the Raptors. Kyle Lowry's their second best player. There's a video online that Kyle Lowry made a free throw the other day. It's a bar. They go berserk. Like <laughs> that's how bad he they are. But no, he's a he's a fine player. They just haven't like they for some reason they rested everybody the whole season. Like it, they Kawhi and Kyle barely played together all season. I, I don't. That's not gonna work. And just I'd like to see somebody else in the finals. So Milwaukee's the somebody else. And Giannis is a beast. The Celtics, I hate them. I, I just always hate Celtics. Just Kyrie's gonna leave. I really don't want him on the Knicks. If that, I don't know what to think. I don't want him. I mean, if it's you between, want Kyrie on the Knicks. give me. All I would. I I honestly would want Kemba Walker over Kyrie. And I've been saying I, that for yeah. a while. But if Kyrie does come to the Knicks, awesome. But. It doesn't matter if Durant, if Durant, right, it's got to come with somebody. It's got to be. And hopefully we win the lottery with Zion. So, well, that's... Getting... hopefully with good juju and having Patrick being on the table. If like I see that... one more thing about Patrick being on the table, like we get it, Knicks. I have a question. Yeah. If they win the draft lottery, do you trade the pick for Anthony Davis? No, absolutely not. Okay. No, because he doesn't want to be here. What's the point? So basically, you're basically throwing away your first over, the first overall that, pick. That's, you're gonna bring in somebody younger like than him. Draw. If, if but, you bring him in, yeah, but whoever the number one pick will also be a draw. Kyrie. But that's the thing. So can that's Zed the, and so can Zion. That's why we've sucked the last twenty years. I would rather have a show. I'm I'm pretty sure Zion's gonna be very good. I'm a positive. I'm, I know Anthony Davis is very good. I think with the luck, hopefully with the Knicks, we get we. We were to get win the lottery and get Zion. We got some. We got something to put our hat look forward to. Right. Regardless if, of if, if let's say if Walker KD doesn't come or one of those guys, we at least we have Zion something and let's build Zion from the ground up. Um, but that'd be that would be fun. Um, I'm going to be in Italy the night of the lottery, so I will be sleeping by the time we actually find out who wins the lottery. So the next morning, I'm going to be very excited to see if the Knicks are the number one pick and customize my Zion jersey. Um, But, yeah, 
it, it's going to be interesting offseason for the Knicks, to say the very least. And we have the position to do what we wanted to do 10 years ago with LeBron. Can can they capitalize it this time going around, going forward? Yeah, I guess. It's the Knicks. It's the Knicks. We're... Oh, it's, it's 100% the Knicks, but, but like... there's some... Something has to play right. It just something has to. I want to watch basketball and root for the Knicks. Like I haven't. The last Nick game I remember sitting down and fully watching was before they traded for Carmelo. They played really? a game against the Celtics, and Stoudemire hit a three so, at the buzzer. That actually didn't count. That one season you didn't you didn't watch anything. That fifty I, something. I maybe I don't remember like. I don't know. There was never a like game. I said, there I'm hasn't the, been a game in I'm forever the... where I said, oh, the Knicks are playing X, Y, and Z that I haven't gone to. Now, keep in mind, oh. you know, Danny, I've oh, well, gone to one game every couple of years with Jason. Well, yeah, but going to Nick games are a lot different. I, if, you go not, to one, if you go to one Nick game a year, that's a lot. I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but it's never been like appointment television that I fair, felt like fair. I need. But made... that one – but that one season, you definitely watched a couple of Nick games when they. they I'm were, sure, but I'm sure I watched. I can't, I can't watch the NBA before the fourth quarter of games. There's no point. No, that's, There's no that's point. Very, very, very fair. But but if the Knicks are good, you're gonna sit down and watch the right. red Nick game. Though. you're not right. Right, you're probably right. Like Jason Kidd, I don't know. Yeah, that you definitely watch. You, but you, even you, then, for the. For the effect of it, you're definitely saying that for my, the effect right now, but you definitely watch games that year. My problem has always been, like, even then, I knew they weren't going to beat LeBron or the Celtics. Oh, I just, of course. I that's, knew that. That's the NBA's so, like, biggest problem. Right, so why am I watching? It's, it, to me, it was completely pointless. We had a point guard who didn't hit a shot. I think the guy didn't hit a shot for two months. Yeah. Oh, no. You're, I, you're, you're not wrong. So, like, that's why I'm saying with, with Kevin Dur- with Durant. It's, obviously, if he comes here, it's different because we're here. But, like, I'll watch other NBA games just because I it, it, there's more up in the air. The exactly. regular season means something. Exactly. It, I, I do like watching the NBA playoffs, but, yeah, it's, right. you're 100% right. But just to get the Knicks going again, it's arguably right. the, the biggest – because every other team I, – I, I know I sound stupid saying that because we do have Brooklyn now, but – the Knicks are the Knicks. You know what I mean? Oh, it's different. It's like every other team, they have that, all right, it's the Rangers. All right, we also have the Devils and Islanders. We have the Giants. We also have the right. Jets. But we've said this. Or the Mets and Yankees. It's, and the Nets are not there yet. And and they could be there within the couple of years if they keep on building what this season has become. Yeah, that would be great. Phenomenal. I would love to see the Nets be good. But – until further notice, it will forever. It, it will, even though it forever will be a Knicks town, right? It, it's the Knicks, man. It's it's just that's the only team in this town that it's like, all right, it's the Knicks. But that, right, but that's the thing. It's even more than like when the Yankees are good or the Rangers or the Mets or anybody are good. There is a different feeling when the Knicks are good. We've said this a million times before. Fifty percent. And the, if the the city went nuts because a point guard had a good three weeks. Yeah, like, well, two weeks. Yeah, right. Whatever it was. Like, yeah. Oh we, yeah. Definitely. We went nuts over this guy. Oh he yeah. Still, they still call it Lynn Sanders. Like it's it's insane. 
Oh yeah, so for sure. It's he a got a cable, it's definitely different. He got a cable company to sign a contract with MSG. That was the craziest. Time Warner. Oh right, people, was the half the people he couldn't watch the games because of Time Warner. How nice. imagine that? Him, he got that contract done. That's how crazy that was. My, that just if the Knicks are good, it's just a different feel, and it's just different. And we we need it. We deserve it. And oh, then they're gonna end up with whatever the Jadum, whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, he's not bad, but it's no, not he's Dak. fine. Or R.J. Barrett. Oh, I feel like I feel Dak like he's destined for R.J. Barrett. Stars game. Dak is at the Stars game, dancing, living it up. Nice, good for him. Who? Uh, Dak. Oh, Dak. Dak. Oh. Yes. Is he a curse five. like Drake? No, it doesn't look like it. They're winning five one. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, um, um, by the way, in Toronto was Drake in a Maple Leaf jersey. There is a so- apparently a soccer team who banned their players from taking pictures with Drake. Because <laughs> they're undefeated since then. <laughs> I, it, I don't know what. They're in the playoffs or the Champions League, whatever it is. And they're like, no, you can't take pictures with Drake. Okay. Maybe that's why Man U got eliminated, apparently. I don't know. Somebody Look at us dropping soccer bombs and... <laughs> Look at us. That was talking soccer. <laughs> yeah. Well, now to American football. Uh, schedule was released. So, yep. all right. Giants, Packers, December first. Other than that, I... yeah. Uh, <laughs> November tenth, we play the Jets. We get to listen to Jet fans. Globe. I hope they wear the black jerseys for that game. I I no, hope no. to God they wear the black jerseys for that game. No, those are they're gonna do with the yeah. Well, I do like the jet jerseys, other than the black one. I do like the green and the road jerseys. Those actually look nice. I could take it or leave it the striping on the side of the shoulder, but I do like the jerseys. That's my. I like the green one. I like the green and the white. I don't like. I don't. I don't understand the black ones. They just have to do it for the sake of doing it. We we know how that is. They don't though. (laughs) Yeah, but they do. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, schedule is schedule. It, it is what it is. Um, I'm excited because I'm probably going down to Tampa. Obviously, I wish that was later in the year, but I'm still going to Tampa, so that will be fun. And I know you mentioned you might go to New England if it was correctly placed. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You you did mention that to me, so that would be fun Thursday night. And thankfully, in the Cowboy Monday night game should be interesting hopefully they show up and that's about it and then of course yes. another primetime game in philly so we all know that's going to be a disaster i i've been trying to plan a trip to lambo this year so i, I maybe oh they're playing the, they're playing the raiders in october i feel like we need one to get to that'd be they nice wear your car jersey and not feel too bad about getting blown out by the raiders <laughs> I'm about to hang up on you right now. <laughs> Ben's going to be the guy with the Rogers jersey who rips it off and throws it on the ground. The dark card jersey. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Never. Never in my life. And then he picks up the Rogers jersey and apologizes. I to it can't wait till, till Matt LaFleur is the new hot head coach and you got to hire all our assistants are in the league. I can't wait. There's no way that happens, by the way, but I just can't. 
Speaking of football and Matt Lafleur, just draft Aaron Jones in your fantasy leagues. Just I'm just saying. Yeah. Apparently, apparently they're gonna run the ball a lot this year. And yeah, heard that. Yeah, we we've, we've heard, those, heard those that. Those words out of your mouth, a billion. Times. I listen. I I hate to hate when I would say it too, because every year they McCarthy, oh, we're gonna run the ball more, get the ball heavy, Lacy, and then it would last for two weeks, and then they'd be losing fourteen nothing. They got to throw the ball and they win. And they're like, oh, why we're running the ball? I just I'm so glad that's over. I'm so glad. It's just we didn't have a show talk about that stupid article. Thank God. Because it was just too much, and it was literally things I've been saying for three years that the offense didn't work after they didn't have six options to throw the ball to. It was just a mess. So it's a new day in Packerland. We sign free agents now. Maybe we'll draft the ben receiver in the first well, round. It's, an, Next it's week a new day for <laughs> new day. <laughs> No, all kidding aside, next week's a big week, obviously, with draft. Both teams have multiple draft picks in the first round. This so. shit came up out of nowhere. We're waiting till after the draft <laughs> to do a show. <laughs> For you. There's um, probably going to be a – I mean, I don't know. When does the, the second round start? We might have a playoff game that night. Friday. Remember Friday. No, that's the, the second round. The second round starts Friday? No, no the second, second round of the, the second uh, round draft. It depends on when yeah. game sevens are. Yeah. There's a possibility right, of zero game seven. We're going to need the Hurricanes to close this thing out quick. No, we need them. Well, oh. it doesn't matter. St. Well, Louis, and, St. Louis and, and the Jets are tied at two, so they're guaranteed six games. Oh, what? God damn it. Oh, and Western Conference. so is Toronto-Boston now. Yeah, I know. No. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, God damn it. Wednesday's the last day of, of the first round. And that so is Friday, that would that would be game oh, seven. Game. That would be game seven of Carolina, Washington, if it goes seven. Oh no, then then they would probably start the Thursday, and then that team would play Friday. The Stars Predators would also be seven. It all depends on when they end. You know, the the right now, as of now, Tuesday the twenty third would be the latest that a round a series can end because that's the game six for Boston Montreal. You mean the earliest the season could end? A series could no, end. that's the latest at this point. The oh, latest game part of the first round. Yeah. That's game six. Yeah, yeah, and they have we... to play six games. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Cal- uh, Colorado's up 2-1 on Calgary. They're playing right. tonight, I okay. believe. They're playing now. Yeah, watch it. Oh, yeah, they're playing right now. Falling asleep. Yep. Fall asleep There's no score. Um, Someone's fall asleep, too, yeah. The Sharks will end their ser- should end, should be eliminated tomorrow. I want to face the Sharks every year in the first round if I'm a Western Conference team. Yo, but it's just <laughs> it's just this year their goalie stinks. Their goalie has stunk since they let Nabaka come to Long Island. Well, listen, he was good the last. <laughs> they went to the Cup Finals. He was good like two years ago and last Martin year. Martin Jones. I Martin Jones. Yeah, he was good. But since they traded for him, he's been good. And then this year, he stinks. I again. I mean, I was worried about them signing Tavares last year. They might just throw eighty million dollars around the letter. I'm a little worried. And then he probably will not be as good, just because it's not, you know, bad shots. Anywho, with that being said, iTunes. 
Keep going, Ben. Come on. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. There's another one I'm forgetting. Spotify. 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 SDblog.com. Check out our Twitter and Instagram uh, and Facebook. Make sure to follow and like and retweet our show and listen. It will be um, up tomorrow. Thank you again to Devin. From Actually, it will be today by the time you're listening to this. Okay, it will be up Thursday. I'm going to say days of the week. Thursday. Uh, yeah, like I said, thank you, thank you to Devin. That was a great conversation. A lot, got a lot going there about his business and, and the Islanders and stuff. Any last words, guys? No. Enjoy your week and enjoy your playoff hockey. Hopefully the Islanders rest up and I'll be all ready for round two, either against the. Forget them. We gotta the us as fans have to rest up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, gotta get your voices ready to go for I game don't one for or three. In the West. There's no way I'm going to Barclays Center. Screw that place. Okey-dokey. Who's? What are the odds? <laughs> what are we putting the odds at here? Yeah, I'm calling bullshit on that one. I I will not go. Okay. Okay. Game All one right. of the Stanley Cup Finals at the Barclays Center. Steve, I look. I look at the Steve, make sure you send me a picture of <laughs> yeah, I'm putting it on our Twitter. You're like, hey, you remember that jackass in episode 226 who said he's not going to the Barclays Center for a playoff game? Okay. Oh, I hate Brooklyn so much. <laughs> but I'm glad we're going back. Yeah, exactly. See you guys in a couple weeks. Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey! A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy! Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky! You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty! It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy! Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty!